Hey y'all, it's your girl Tierra Ray, and every Friday I'm having grown convos about parenting, adulting, and navigating that dating pool. I'm talking about low vibrational shit. I'm giving folks their flowers and I'm manifesting that soft life with a spiritual download at the end of every episode. Gotta have that balance, baby. So tap in, tune in, listen in, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Bruh, make mine your favorite podcast. Rated M, because we motherfucking grown. Hey, everybody. I've missed y'all. It's been like two weeks. Oh my gosh, welcome back to another episode of Rated M, because we motherfucking grown. It's your girl, T.R. LeRae. I missed y'all. It's been two weeks. That's too fucking long. <laughs> and I took a break, but it not like intentionally trying to take a break. I just had a lot of things going on no time to record type shit so what's been going on with me i just closed on the sale of my house i sold my first home super excited about that flew into atlanta got it all done got everything moved out and then flew out the next day i was not playing i was in and out so you know everybody that was wanting me to see them sorry i'm gonna have to catch y'all when i get back into the a for good but yeah that trip was i i didn't get any sleep really i really didn't get any sleep from the time that i had to the night before the flight of course any night before a flight i'm i'm really up it's excited about you know catching a flight you know that airport stuff is whoo Flying in the airports and shit, especially Atlanta airport. That TSA is crazy. But it was pretty smooth. I had some hiccups, but it didn't have nothing to do with the, air, the airport or my flights or anything like that. It was with uh, the people that I asked for help. Have y'all ever, like, got help from somebody and then you was like, damn, you know what? <laughs> All help ain't good help. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I've I've been learning that lately. You know, all help and good help cuz a lot of people they overpromise and they underdeliver. But that's a topic for another episode. That's not what I'm going to be talking about today. So anyway, yeah, that was done. And it was cool because when I got back from Atlanta, it was snowing in Tennessee. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm excited. You know, the big ass kid and he's like, I'm about to go outside with my son. We're going to do snowball fights. We're going to make a snowman. We got our baskets and we sled down the hill in them. It was real cool. We had a good time. That was really fun. And for Christmas, I ate seafood oh, it's been so long I feel like it's been a minute since I had crab legs and shrimp and corn and broccoli and potatoes I fuck that shit up so this episode is going to be the Christmas slash New Year's episode and I'm contemplating whether this is going to be the last episode of the season um, I know I know I know but I'm just so ready for season two because Shit is about to be so lit. Shit is about to be super, super lit. So I appreciate the people who have been tuning in to season one. And just stay tapped in because season two is going to go crazy. But 
like I said, I'm trying to figure out if this is going to be the last episode or if I'm just going to do two more because this is episode eight. And I think I want to end on in the season with 10 episodes at least. So I will see. It just depends on how I'm feeling. Mm, you know what? I think, yeah, it'll be more. It's going to be more. This ain't going to be the last episode. And this is not going to be the New Year's episode. Well, technically, because by the time I record for New Year's, it'll be past New Year's. But anyways, I'm rambling. <laughs> Let's get into our low vibrational shit. Y'all deserve better than that. That's low vibrational. All right. So, of course, I've had this episode formatted out for two weeks because, like I said, I wasn't. it wasn't anything intentional for me to not drop episodes for y'all so i apologize but um this episode has been you know i've already had the format everything i was going to talk about already created and at the time we had just found out about the dancer slash dj for ellen degeneres twitch he took his life on December 13th so I want to send condolences to you know the family and fans of this super talented guy it was just something about when I found out I was really like it really it really touched me like I was really heard about it as if I knew him and I don't know him but I was just like, I was really fucked up about it a little bit. Kind of like the whole takeoff situation. I was kind of fucked up about that too. And I think it's because this person just, every time that I did see a video of him or watching the Ellen show, which I love watching the Ellen show. So when I used to watch the Ellen show, I used to see him on there. He just always was so positive, always smiling, just just radiated good positive energy so I, I think that's why it affected so many people and his wife said that he lit up every room he stepped into he was the backbone of their family the best husband and father and when his when the news of his death hit i saw a lot of people post saying check on your people you know i saw one person say, checking on your friends even when they don't want you to. And I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to kind of dive in a little bit more about that. Because that one spoke to me. That one spoke to me because I'm a big escapist. I don't battle with bouts of depression or anything like that. I always say that my times where I'm like low vibrational are really when I'm financially not where I want to be. So I call it broke pression. I call it broke pression because I know there are people who are really out here battling with depression. They are battling that shit. It doesn't matter if they are up. They got all the money. Um, it doesn't matter, you know, what's going on with them. They are depression just still kind of affects them. And then there are people like myself where if I don't got no money, then I feel in a type of way. <laughs> I don't be depressed, but I know I just I might be a little bit a little low vibrational. So that's why I call it broke depression. But I will have times where I want to unplug, I want to recharge. So I will escape or go ghost. 
you know, what a lot of people call that. And I remember one time I went into one of my recharge periods and a friend hit me up. She hit me up and she was like, um, like once I popped back, you know, from my recharge period, she hit me up and she was like, she was telling me about another one of our mutual friends at the time. She was saying, yeah, she wanted to check in on you. She, you know, she was asking about you like, Hey, I didn't hear from Tierra in a minute. You know, what's going on with her? I'm gonna call her. And she was like telling her, no, she's good. She does this. This is just what she does. She, you know, she kind of goes into her periods where she needs to kind of get herself together, recharge, just kind of recharge her battery. She's going to come back better. And the girl was like, but I'm still call her. And she was like, I told her like, no, girl, stop being such a clingy friend. Stop being a clingy friend. And so it was two things about that. So I definitely love the fact that, you know, someone, one of my friends who has known me for a while now, since 2009, she knows me, she respects and understands the way that I move. You know, you definitely have to know your personnel. So she understands like, okay, yeah, Tierra is going through, she's going into her recharge period. It's not nothing that I did. It ain't nothing. She's, you know, she's not holding any type of hard feelings against anybody or anything like that. She just needs to recharge. So I'm going to give her her space and let her do her thing. And when she pop out, it's no weird energy or anything like that. We're back, you know, back, back on, on track. So I appreciate that part of it. However, I still made sure that when I spoke to the other girl, that I let her know, hey, continue to be like that. Continue to be that person. Because we do need those type of people. The ones that are going to reach out. Like, hey, dang, I haven't heard from such and such. Let me hit them up. Make sure they good. Because a lot of people, I feel like nowadays, you know, it's like an out of sight, out of mind type of thing with a lot of people. So I appreciate people who do still reach out sometimes we don't realize until we get that call that we actually really need it so you don't even know like i needed that damn i appreciate you and, and that's how that's how it usually is for me so i have somebody who will hit me up like i ain't heard from you in a minute just checking in making sure you're good and we'll have a good ass conversation i'm like damn you know what i needed that phone call i appreciate them so if you are that person, continue to be that person. And that is the reason why that post really spoke to me. You know, hey, reach out to your reach out to your friends, you know, reach out to your people even when they don't want you to. Of course respect people's boundaries. If they're telling you no, don't do it, but if you feel it and yes, you know, if your spirit is moving you, you feeling it in your soul and your gut, like I need to reach out to this person, then absolutely do it so my homegirl trigger she made a post and i'm gonna let y'all know i'm gonna put a trigger warning on it <laughs> her name is trigger for a reason no no i'm just kidding that's really her name though her like that's really her last name trigger but i am gonna put a trigger warning on this because this trigger post is from my girl trick she shoots from the hip straight shooter so it is a little rough, but 
she's speaking. She's she's really speaking some real shit with what she's saying. So she posted and she said, I, I'm all for positivity, but y'all got to chill trying to have that perfect fucking life on here. That's why I don't follow celebrities. Only a couple music artists that I love at the moment. And they get unfollowed periodically as well because they do it the most. Then here y'all regular niggas go trying to act just like them. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to go through shit and actually share it on here just like y'all share all the good shit. Miss me with that. Y'all put y'all business on the internet too much because it's lame as fuck to do. Because soon as a motherfucker blow their brains out and they just was posting they was in Dubai and posting positive memes and in the club laughing and shit, y'all going to be the first to say, oh my gosh, I didn't know. But bash people who share, who share the real on this motherfucker. Leave that fake great life shit in 2022 on here for real. I see you being Miss and Mr. Perfect on this motherfucker in 23. I'm going to unfollow your fake ass for real. Yeah, you know, I feel like I, I definitely agree with her because when it comes to social media, everybody is posting their highlight reel. Nobody's posting the real reel. Only you only get the highlights. You only get the highlights. And I feel like we have to understand that as well. And that's the reason why you shouldn't compare your shit to nobody. Don't compare the shit you got going on. To nobody on social media. Because it's just their highlight reel. You over here like oh man. Her business is flourishing. She's doing this. She's taking trips. She's doing all this. Meanwhile she's fucking battling. She is fighting. She out here fighting for her fucking life. And you don't even know. And you over here like I wish I had her life. And her shit probably more fucked up than yours. So. Don't compare. And. Definitely understand that. Social media is the the highlight reels. It's just the highlight reels. We're not getting the real reel. We're getting the highlight reels. And so we all know about the Meg Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lane shooting incident. It went to trial. And honestly, um, I have not been vested in to what's been going on. I, I was never vested into that. I do see that he was found guilty. But. Like I said, I created this format before <laughs> before all of that happened. So I'm still going to talk about it. So because it ties into the the mental health thing and, you know, just, just what we've been talking about with people committing suicide and things like that. So I wanted to speak on it because I came across a post about Megan and where she is mentally with all of this. And I just felt moved to talk about it. So I just hope that uh, she surrounds herself with positive friends and, and energy that will help her work through the trauma from this whole situation. Because she said that that the negative attention is impacting her boyfriend. She said, I feel disgusted. I feel dirty. My own partner is embarrassed. She said, in the effort to avoid talking about the alleged shooting, I can't even be happy. I don't want to talk to friends or family. I don't want to live... I wish he had just shot and killed me if I had to go through this torture. And I'm like, damn, that's that's fucking wild. Like, and that's what she said when she was giving her testimony. And again, like I said, the the verdict came back. He was found guilty of shooting her. And I do hope that everybody involved heals and moves on from the situation, and that people are 
uplifting, you know, her and she's surrounding herself with positive people because it has been a lot of negative shit about her in the in the blogs and things lately. A lot of men especially just kind of speaking on her and talking shit about her, talking down about her. And even with that trial, it was just like they were really trying to paint a picture of her being a, an aggressive drunk as if that was a reason for somebody to shoot her now. Like I said, I haven't been vested into all of that shit. I just saw, you know, come across posts because it's pretty much everywhere. And I just thought that was wild. Like, (laughs) she just had a lot of shit negatively going on. And I just hope that, again, everybody heals from that situation. Alright, so. This last low vibrational topic that I want to talk about really had me disgusted. I was like, what the fuck? This wild shit. So. Singer Kaylani, she shares a lengthy message detailing a person who sexually assaulted her at one of her recent shows. She said, I've made video after video after video and deleted it because I don't want any video of me as angry, triggered, crying, upset as I am anywhere. I don't care how sexual you deem my music, my performances, my fun with my friends, dancing at clubs, or me. That does not give any of you the right to cross the boundary like sticking your hands up my skirt and pulling my underwear to touch my genitals as I am being escorted through a crowd after performing. This shit made me sick to my stomach as a victim of sexual assault. I am endlessly triggered and mind blown. When I read that shit, I was fucking mind blown. Like, what the fuck? Somebody really had the fucking audacity, A-U-D-A-C-I-T-Y, to put their hand up her skirt, move her shit, her panties to the side, and touch her while she was being escorted out by her security. That's fucking beyond me. That is crazy. And like she said, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about what I talk about. I don't give a fuck if I'm a sex worker. I don't give a fuck if I'm saying all this nasty shit I like to do. I don't give a fuck about all the nasty shit that I'm singing about, that I talk about. I don't give a fuck if if you see me at the club dancing real freaky dicky with niggas, females, whatever the fuck the case is. I don't give a fuck if you see me half fucking dressed. I don't give a damn. That does not give you the right to fucking touch me. Do not touch me. That is wild. Consent is king, people. Y'all here doing wild shit. Y'all wondering why. <laughs> Woo, man. It's crazy out here, y'all. It is crazy out here. So y'all definitely have to be on your P's and Q's and stay safe out here. Because people are really mental something's not right people be on the spectrum for real they really do and they ain't got it all because that's wild okay now moving on let's talk about some pussy power shit this pussy powerful Going back to the low vibrational shit. Just because we talking about pussy power shit. Don't mean I want to give my pussy to all of y'all. Just because you hear me talking about this type of stuff on this podcast. Don't mean I want to give you no pussy. Okay. (laughs) 
So just because you heard an episode and I said, I like, you know, I like a certain thing or I'd like to do certain things. Don't mean I want to do it to you. Okay, boo. So stay out my DMs. Thank you. Anyway. Let's talk about masturbation. Let's talk about healthy masturbation. How often do y'all masturbate? For me, I do it daily. Yeah, it's a daily thing for me, unless I'm on my period. Um, And even when I'm on my period, sometimes I do it. But when I'm on my period, I might do it maybe like once or twice that whole week that I'm on my period. Whenever it's, of course... A lighter. Well, first of all, let me not say, uh, of course, like, because I know motherfuckers is like, ew, you be, ew, your period, you be masturbating. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, I wear a cup, okay? And if you don't got a cup, I recommend you getting a cup because the motherfucking cups are clutch. But yeah, I wear a cup so I can do those type of things. If I wanted to have a nigga, look, look okay, I'm not going to get too out. <laughs> I'm going to say the wild shit for another episode. I ain't going to get too wild. But I'm just saying the cup is clutch. That's all I'm going to say. So, yeah, maybe like twice on my period when I'm towards the, you know, when it's l- l- less less of a mess. Towards the end of it. Because bitches be horny as fuck when they period. I be horny as fuck on my period. So, it, it gets done. <laughs> and so, some people may think, oh, okay, like, daily is a lot. Daily is a lot. But I've had conversations with men and I've asked them this question and I've had men say they do it a few times a day. So let's talk about the pros and the cons of masturbating. I feel like there are a lot of pros to it. First of all, the shit just makes you feel good. It just feels great to to have that release, to touch yourself, have that relief. Uh, release it, it, it relieves stress. And it gives you an opportunity to learn your body and tap into yourself, figuring out what turns you on and what doesn't. So if you don't fucking do it, I highly recommend you do it, especially in your big old age. If you're in your 30s and you you ain't never orgasmed or you don't know how to or what makes you tick and what don't, figure that shit out. Because ain't nothing like having, we too grown to be fucking having horrible sex. So you need to know what you like and what you don't like. and masturbation will help you figure that out i feel like the cons to masturbating is it can become addictive and distracting and the type of like the masturbating that i do i'm not a one-hitter quitter type of type of motherfucker i um or not one-hitter quitter but i'm not a oh let me hurry up and get it done type of masturbator I'm gonna play this clip of Glorilla. She was on, she was on Angela Yee's podcast called Lip Service, and they were talking about masturbation. So I'm going to play this clip real quick. I had a bad experience with the rope. Like I was using it so much, cow was so single. I ain't had no, no DAs or nothing like that. So what's a DA? A dick appointment. Oh, okay. Thank you. Continue. Yeah. District attorney. District attorney. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, 
Like I was super lonely. I had uh went through a breakup months before and so like I just started using this rose and like I was using it so much, like probably three, three twice or three times a day. And it's like I could be in a in a kitchen cooking and I just start having an orgasm. Mm. Right. I swear I had a party with my friends one time. They were like, What's wrong with you? I just had to tell them because I just kept leaving out because I was cooking cook some fish spaghetti. And so I just kept going in the bathroom. They're like, What's wrong with you? It's like I, I had to take a shower. I just kept <laughs> doing it. And I'm like, Okay, I just can't use it like this. Because it can mess you up. It's like addictive, this. right? Yeah, like it's that <laughs> addictive. Like being like, I'm having sex. So. Like, I don't need six. I'm coming in three minutes out of my rose. Mm-hmm. And so I just kept doing it. Like, I had went to the doctor about it and anything. What? Mm. Sheesh. She... <laughs> she. She was getting it in three times a day with the rose. So I'm not really big on the toys. I do want to start using my toys though um but I, i'm not really big on the toys i'm a old-fashioned type of girl i use my finger but i've been seeing the road i've been hearing about the rose and i've been seeing posts about the rose and y'all that rose do something for y'all and i think the reason why i'm not really that big on the toys is because i'm not really into the fast orgasm when i'm masturbating i really enjoy how good it feels so i guess i essentially end up edging i'm just kind of it takes me it could take me a a while before i I have an orgasm when i'm masturbating because i'll feel it coming and then i'll stop you know because i'm like enjoying the pleasure and experience and so it takes me a while i'm not really like oh three minutes like she said i i've been i'll be coming in three minutes i don't do that it takes me a minute before i before i come so that's the reason why it can be a negative thing because it can be a distraction if you're masturbating three times a day or even like me like i said with the daily thing it can be a distraction especially if you're like a person that's doing the edging or your sessions take 30 minutes to an hour or whatever then it can be really a distraction you can lose focus and not Tap into the shit you're supposed to be tapping into, like work. Let's talk about it. (laughs) I had to talk to, I don't talk to niggas and they be at work ready to pull the dick out and stroke it. I'm like, God, uh, y'all be just wilding. Y'all be at work doing it. Y'all be right before you go to work. Y'all be in the shower. Y'all get off work and do it. Y'all be on the job. Look, I didn't have. I done had some, look, hey, let me face on you real quick. Yeah, I'm, I'm driving the truck. Let me, I'm like, yeah, just on a job with it, huh? Hmm. So there are pros and cons to masturbating. I think that more so it is a good thing for you to tap in, masturbate, learn yourself, learn your body, learn what you like. So Y'all should get into it, especially if you're single and you ain't, you ain't getting nothing like me. You know, I don't be getting, I don't be getting it in like that. So masturbation is the way to go. Situation will arrive. Situation. So 
I've been telling y'all to send in your, I don't know why I always do that. Like every time I switch the topic, I'm always like, <sighs> cause I'll be like, yo, it's a lot. I got, this shit is heavy, heavy. It's getting heavy on me. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I, um, I want to talk about a dating horror story. So that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to get too deep with the, with the situation this week, I just want to talk about a dating horror story. I'm going to tell one of my dating horror stories because I know I've been telling y'all to write in and send in your dating horror stories. And I've read somebody's dating horror story last, last episode. So this episode, I'm going to actually just kind of talk about my own dating horror story. Earlier, I was talking about ghosting, and I was talking about how I go ghost, but I want to talk about how I got ghosted. Situation. <laughs> What's up, Princeton? So I talked about ghosting, but I was talking about how I go ghost just to recharge my social battery. But have you guys ever been ghosted or have you ever ghosted someone? Now, I am I am vicious with that ghost game, boy. I tell you, like, <laughs> I will ghost a motherfucker real quick, real quick. And I need to work on that. But I just feel like, I feel like you would probably be better off with me just ghosting you than you would with me telling you why I'm getting the fuck on. Because some of y'all motherfuckers be weird. So when I'm first getting to know a guy and he does some weird shit, I just be like, you know what? Mm, I ain't got time for it. I'm out. And I just fade the black. I just fade the black. So I feel like ghosting might be better than me having to tell you like, oh, nigga, you're weird as fuck. This, 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 that, and the third. So I ghost a lot. I do ghost a lot. However, maybe I might need to start telling niggas shit because y'all need to know the weird shit y'all be fucking doing so y'all can do better for the next person. I don't know. But I want to talk about a dating horror story, dating app. Met somebody on a dating app and then we went on a date. So it was definitely a horror story and I got ghosted on that date. So I'm going to talk about it. So this was a minute ago. This was a long time ago. This was before I even had my child. And I was on, I was on whack ass POF. <laughs> I was on weak ass POF. I met this guy. We chopped it up on there for a little bit. And he was like, hey, let's go and get some margaritas, you know, at this Mexican res restaurant. I'm like, all right, bet. Let's do that. So we meet up. First of all, dude's late. When we meet up, he's he's late. We go in, you know, we did a little sideways hug or whatever. And I'm like, okay. So, yeah, dude look like his pictures and everything from the app or whatever. So, that wasn't the problem. But we go into the restaurant and we sit down. I place my drink order. So, I order my margarita. But this nigga don't order a margarita. This nigga orders some water. So, mm, that's the first, like, that's the first sign right there. Like, 
Mm, how you gonna invite me out for drinks to get some margaritas and you don't even order a fucking margarita? What's up with that? So that was the first red flag. And we're sitting there, right? We're sitting there and not really, we're having a conversation, but not really. But this dude is, he takes a straw and he is picking his fucking plaque with the straw. Like just putting the straw up on his teeth, getting the plaque out with the straw. Nasty as fuck. And so I say something to him because that shit's gross. Because I'm like, if one, if this plaque fucking shoots across and hits me, I'm going to be mad as fuck. So I tell that nigga, like, can you not do that? That's nasty. I should have just got the fuck up and, and left right then and there. Like, that shit was so disgusting. I already knew in my head right there, yeah, this nigga's done. He's done. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to finish out this. I'm going to finish out this date. I'm here. I'm going to finish it out. And, um. So we're sitting there and I didn't tell you. So we're at this, like I said, it's a Mexican spot. They got the TVs on, the games are on and everything. And so he says, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay. And he gets up, he walks his monkey ass to the back. And so the way that this, restaurant is set up or this little spot is set up by the where the dj was at because there was a dj there so where the dj's at there's actually like a back door and he slid his monkey ass out the back door and slid his monkey ass out the back door didn't have the nerve to text me because i wasn't even looking for him like once he said he was going to the bathroom i really wasn't like oh he's been in the bathroom for a long time none of that i just i was just sitting waiting on my drink and so he texted me and he was like, yeah, I had to leave because I didn't like your attitude. Maybe if you get your attitude together, then we could possibly go out again. <laughs> I didn't even fucking respond. I was just like, what? Wow. Get my attitude together. No, how about you get your hygiene together, my guy? How about that? So I didn't even respond to the message. And I ended up having a great time that night anyway because my drink came. I was like, I'm going to sit here and finish my drink. I, I had my drink. There was a group of like older guys. I don't know if they were a motorcycle club or something, but they were there. And one guy was like, hey, are you here by yourself? And I was like, well, my date left me. He left me. And they were like, what the fuck? They was like, come come over here, kick it with us at the bar. So I sat with them at the bar and they was like, Yeah, whatever she ordered, that it's on us. We got it. You know, they pay for my drink and um pay for my food. We ordered more drinks. We had a good time. I was taking shots and shit. It was it was real, you know, it was real fun. So I ended up having a good time without the nigga anyway. But that was just wild. And I don't think that. In my big old age now, if I ever go on a date and a nigga's doing some wild shit like that, then I'm going to really be like, oh, I'm just going to stick the date out. No, I'm out. I'm out. You lost me. You ain't got to worry about me. You ain't got to worry about me. Because I'm going to immediately tell you, um, yeah, that's nasty as fuck. I'm out of here. So that's my dating horror story.
That is my dating horror story. Dating in Atlanta, it is tough. It is very tough. Now, if you got a dating horror story or a dating app horror story, and you want me to talk about it on the podcast, then make sure that you either DM the podcast page at rated M underscore cuz we MF grown. Or you can shoot an email to the podcast rated M cuz we MF grown at gmail.com. And I would love to hear about your dating horror stories and read them on the read them here on the show but that is that is going to be the situation for this week let's move on to our spiritual download Take a moment to inhale, exhale. Again, inhale, exhale. One more time, inhale, exhale. The spiritual download for this week I want you all to know, if you're listening to this, please know and understand that you are enough. You are needed. You may not even know how your presence presence positively affects others, but it absolutely does. So... Keep that in mind. Always tell yourself that I'm enough. I am needed. I love me. And understand that there are people out there that love you too. I love you. Shit. If don't nobody else love you, bruh, I love you. If you're listening to this podcast, I love you. Okay? And I know that we have our times where mentally it, it gets it gets tough, you know, on our on us mentally. We're dealing with so much, being parents, being adults, being homeowners, being significant others, being um, daughters, sons, just so many things and expectations and things that we have to live up to. And it's okay to, it's okay to have your moments where you're not 100%. That's okay. But just in those moments, always remind yourself, I am enough. I am love. I am loved. I am needed. I am beautiful. I am worthy. Again, I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning into episode eight. Make sure you follow me on social media at Tierra underscore Laray and follow the podcast at rated M underscore cuz we MF grown. 
And I'm going to catch y'all on the next episode. Bye.